0: This episode of Juice Guru Radio is brought to you by Try Best, Making Healthy Living Easy, and the Juice Guru Rewind at JuiceGuruRewind.com. Welcome welcome
1: to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting,
0: Steve Brusac. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve. Today, we've got John Venus. He's a 100% plant-based public figure and online coach, who built one of the largest personal fitness and lifestyle YouTube channels in the world. He's gonna tell us how he did it, how he transformed his life. So get a juice, some tea, some water. We'll be back right after this with John Venus.
1: Did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at juicecoachtraining.com. Juice Guru
0: Radio. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back to Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve. Like I said, we've got John Venus, 100% plant-based public figure and online coach, with one of the largest online followings in the fitness world. He's going to show you how you can get into the best shape of your life in 2018. And you can do it without all those animal products. He's going to hear We're going to hear all about his journey and what he's doing. Let's welcome to the show right now, John Venus.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure to be here.
0: So thanks for being here, John. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear it. It's perfect time of the year because everyone's focused on, all right, how do I get into better shape? And so Let's start with you and your journey, how you got into fitness and then transitioning into a plant-based diet.
1: Right. So it's a bit of a long story, but I'm going to keep it brief. So about five years ago, my uh, uh, little brother, who is uh, two and a half years younger than me, uh, decided to go plant-based. And uh, that was a huge shocker because uh, we are from a half Norwegian, half Brazilian family Um, and moved around uh, a lot uh, while we grew up uh, all over the world. Uh, But we always kept the traditions of eating a bunch of meat. Uh, We were big into the Brazilian barbecue. So every weekend we had two barbecues, uh, one with loads of (coughs) rump steak, chicken hearts, all that uh, Brazilian uh, stuff, sausages. And on the other day, on Sunday, we usually had a barbecue with seafood. So uh, barbecue and meat was a huge part of our family and our life. So him all of a sudden turning up and saying he was going vegan or plant-based was a huge shock to me. Uh, I didn't even know that stuff exists. I've heard the term vegetarian before, but uh, vegan was something that I really haven't heard about. I don't think a lot of people have at that point. Uh, It's a lot more mainstream now, but at the time, I don't think many people knew about it. And that was like, I I was super confused (laughs) by his choice. I was giving him a super hard time criticizing him um, and I just felt like kind of offended by it. And uh, I, like, I actually like to be completely honest, I would have, I would have preferred him uh, coming out and saying that he he's gotten involved in drugs or something like that. You know, that was, <laughs> that would be uh, more acceptable wow. to me than, um, uh, <laughs> than him dropping out, uh, kind of like the family food and the traditions that we've been right, uh, so you,
0: growing up with. You were feeling like a personal offense to this. Like he's going against everything our parents taught us.
1: Exactly. Yes, Um, I did feel that way. And um, I've always considered myself a very open minded person. Um, So it's kind of weird and strange looking back. But that is exactly how I felt. And I think a lot of people uh, feel the same way when uh, they are presented with a different way of living or thinking that they're not used to, or, or they've never thought about. It's really easy to criticize. And that's exactly what I did.
0: So what actually, what made your brother decide to take that leap? And I mean, at the time you were into fitness as it were, right?
1: Yes. I, I, at the time i had been lifting for about two years. Uh, so I've been bodybuilding or going to the gym and weightlifting for two years by then. And what made my brother go vegan, I, um, it was, he was going out with this girl who was uh, transitioning into a plant-based diet at the time. And uh, he was open to experimenting with it. And then they watched a movie called uh, Forks Over Knives. Uh, and my brother was uh, studying bioengineering at the time and was really into science and health. And now he's studying medicine, so he's becoming a doctor. Uh, but yeah, he was always into science and uh, uh, medicine and that kind of stuff. So that really struck a chord with him, that documentary did. And um, he just saw the, the health benefits, the studies that have been made, uh, kind of showing how animal products may not be as good for us as as people think and um, that's what made him uh, try the vegan diet out
0: and so where was the switching point like when we were like all right you know what maybe I should give this a try like how did how did you go from making fun of him and being offended to saying, you know what maybe I ought to try this
1: yeah so the funny thing is that he didn't try to make anyone else go vegan he was uh, very respectful. He didn't respectful. He didn't try to uh, show anyone else uh, the reasons why he was going vegan. He, he kind of like suggested a couple documentaries, but um, I didn't really watch it. Um, it took me a year to watch the documentary that made him vegan, Forks Over Knives, and uh, when I watched that, you know, I wasn't. I understood where he was coming from. Uh, I respected his choice. I've gotten. I've gotten to the point where. Uh, I wasn't criticizing him anymore. I uh, I kind of supported him, uh, but I was like, no, there's no way I'm gonna drop my favorite foods and uh, uh, the tradition uh, just because of health. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, I'm okay with sacrificing a little bit of my health to uh, enjoy these foods. So as time went on, um, you know, I, we didn't really communicate about veganism that much. Uh, but I'd say a year after that, again. Um, I came across a documentary, which kind of exposes the animal industry in terms of uh, agricultural or um, you know animal farming practices. So slaughterhouse footage, that kind of stuff. The movie is called Earthlings, and uh, you know I was just like this tough guy, like I'm not gonna get affected by this. I'm gonna watch it and continue eating my uh, my chicken hearts. <laughs> uh, but turns out that <clears throat> it kind of really opened my eyes. It was super hard to watch. Um, I could see uh, the feelings of these animals uh, for the first time because, you know, I don't think a lot of us grow up and um, uh, with loads of pigs around us, you know, we don't really get to know these animals that we're eating like we know our dogs and cats. So that kind of like opened my eyes and a new perspective uh, came about and, you know, I was kind of like feeling more than just like uh, analyzing uh, logically why uh, I should or should not eat meat. I was kind of more... Empathetic towards the animals, and I uh, was kind of like trying to feel uh, what they were feeling. And um, you know, the ethical side of things was uh, what really did it to me. After watching that movie, I went um, vegan straight away. Um, I had to have one more Ben and Jerry's, uh, <laughs> cookie dough ice cream just before saying goodbye to that stuff, and then that's it. I went uh, vegan straight away.
0: The the same movie that I brainwashed my wife to uh, go vegan with. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that's I mean, Earthling, so nice. Sean Monson's an incredible film. So. I guess one of the biggest fears you might've had at the beginning was, am I going to shrivel up? Like how do you build muscle while eating plant Mm -hmm. foods? And, and, and you know, was that one of the things that was a concern?
1: Mm -hmm. It was a concern, but I was willing to sacrifice my uh, body image and uh, uh, my looks for uh, trying to explore different lifestyles that didn't, uh, you know, cause that much harm uh, to these animals. So I just like, I, I said to myself that it's worth you know, getting a little bit less uh, protein, a little bit less muscle mass on my body just to try to see if I can help and make a difference. Um, so definitely that was one of the, the fears. At the time that I went vegan, there was no uh, public figure out there showing how to build muscle or uh, you no know, bodybuilders that were vegan at the time that I knew of at least. I, I did my research and I couldn't find any. So it was really, you know, I was going into unknown waters and I did not know what to expect. I was ready to, uh, you know, become a skinny guy. Um, But because you originally,
0: I saw some of your videos, you were a skinny guy before getting into fitness, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I thought I had a fear of going back to that. And um, Mm -hmm. not that it's a super important thing. But you know, I worked hard for, for my, uh, you know, muscle gains over the years. And I didn't want to uh, throw that away. So if I could maintain it, at least that would be a big plus. Um, so it turns out that that didn't happen. Um, I was getting in, like I was overcompensating when switching over by eating so much more food and I was probably getting in 6,000 calories a day. Um, so I did not shrink. I did not lose muscle mass. The opposite happened. I uh, gained so much strength in the beginning because of all the calories that I was uh, compensating with. Uh, and as a result, my muscle mass also increased after two or three months, I I was seeing changes that I didn't see before. So I was actually progressing even faster, uh, probably also because of the amount of carbohydrates that I was eating compared to more, uh, fat and protein, uh, before the switch. So that was I was also getting a lot of body fat because of the calories were just like overboard. Um, but I did see huge improvements in the gym that I haven't seen before. And that really, really got me. Uh, super interested, and that's when I decided to share my journey on YouTube and uh, just show people that it is possible.
0: So you were overeating, basically, even though you're eating vegan, you were still putting on fat. Exactly,
1: and that was just because of my fear of losing uh, muscle mass and losing weight. I was just overcompensating because I didn't know what to expect. Uh, so that's what happened. Yeah, I, I gained a lot of uh, a lot of weight in general.
0: So what other benefits did you notice as you took on a plant-based diet? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the main benefit that I noticed, and uh, this is something that a lot of men don't like talking about, is uh, I had uh, a lot of issues with constipation, so I would go to the bathroom maybe twice a week or something for a long period of time. I would have periods where it was fine, and then I had, uh, you know, two or three months where it was absolutely horrible, Um, but that that issue was fixed within, I'd say, one to two weeks. My digestion was uh, working flawlessly. I could go to the bathroom normally, like a normal human being, and I felt amazing. I felt like uh, my, my the food that I was eating was just like going to the right places. It was coming through properly, and I just felt so energized from eating this way. And, um, yeah, it's just a feeling that I hadn't felt for years, and that was amazing.
0: What kind of reaction did your family and friends have to, you know, this, this lifestyle shift?
1: <clears throat> yeah, so my case is a little bit different. So because of my brother going vegan uh, two years before I did. Uh, he kind of was able to influence my family, uh, especially my, uh, my parents, uh, slowly. Um, they, uh, really, they were really receptive to the science out there in terms of, uh, health benefits. So they started going vegan or not vegan, but they started eating plant-based for five days of the week, but they, they still had the two barbecue days. They didn't want to throw that away. So they did five days vegan and two days, Uh, with a bunch of meat, but still a lot better than than they used to. So they're like halfway there by the time I switched. And when I switched fully, um, I think it only took them like a week or two, and then they made the full switch as well. Um, And that was that. I didn't have to – because my brother did a lot of work on them before, I didn't really have to um, do an explanation or anything like that. They fully got it. And uh, in terms of friends, um, everyone was super – uh, respective, I think it's a lot of how you approach things, how you present your shift in perspective. If you're criticizing people for not doing the same thing as you are, I think people can give you trouble and uh, be more judgmental. But if you are super open-minded and explain your position uh, super transparently, uh, explain to people that you're not judging them for uh, the way they're eating, I think uh, you know things will go super – Uh, flawlessly and there won't be too many problems. So, I didn't have any problems with uh, my social life from uh, switching my diet at all.
0: So, here we are coming up to the new year. What are some of your tips to get into better shape and what are some of the things that you're eating and that you recommend your clients eat too?
1: Yeah. So, the main tips that I would give uh, for people who want to get in shape is, um, you know, you just have to start and that is uh, the hardest thing. You just have to start uh, going to the gym or you know, getting on the treadmill, doing any type of activity. It doesn't have to be uh, weightlifting. It can be anything. Anything that you enjoy doing uh, is going to help you achieve your health goals. And um, I would also say don't, kind of, I think because 90% of people that have New Year's resolutions fail, I think it's also important not to uh, set super unrealistic goals. I know a lot of people set the same goals over and over again, year after year, and they never make it. So, uh, be a little bit, you know, easier on yourself. Don't say, you know, by this time I'm gonna achieve that, or by this time I'm gonna be, you know, lose uh, fifty pounds, because let's face it, most of us just don't have the willpower to do that. And it's step by step. So just have a goal of, you know, slowly getting better. I think that is a lot more. Um, Kind of sustainable it 's a lot more practical than uh, saying that you're going to lose a ton of weight uh, you know <laughs> in the next couple of months, so set small goals and uh, work step by step uh, to reaching them. That is the best way to do uh, it, and also in terms of diet, same thing. there is no reason to do what I did is just switching your diet completely uh, one day to the next, just do uh, you know try to get some more healthy foods into your diet rather than eliminating all unhealthy foods at once uh just focus on getting more greens in uh more green juices or just more veggies and fruits basically into your diet slowly until you feel comfortable dropping uh some of the unhealthy stuff that you have trouble dropping
0: great yeah great advice and um what about you like what are you eating in a typical day do you um uh, yeah just just the kinds of foods, and then you can maybe make some suggestions for transition kinds of foods. But on a typical day, what are you eating now?
1: So right now I am, uh, you know, it's December, it's cold out here in Norway, and I uh, wanna eat a lot of food. Um, So I'm eating, uh, a typical day for me would be starting my day off with some oatmeal, uh, with mixed berries, maybe some raisins, uh, almond milk, Uh, Throwing some bananas in there as well, some hemp seeds or flax seeds. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what I start my day with. And um, I'd have my workout a couple hours later. And as a post-workout meal, I usually have a smoothie, um, which consists of, again, blueberries or mixed berries, frozen,
0: um, some must You must get those acai bowls too, right? Being part Brazilian? Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes, it's it's a bit hard to get it uh, here in the village in Norway. I don't think I've ever heard what, about acai bowls, but uh, for sure when I'm uh, in uh, more, you know, warmer places, I definitely go for some acai. Uh, but yeah, I, I get some frozen berries. I throw them in there, maybe, you know, one or two uh, medjool dates. I uh, throw in uh, one or two bananas and some protein powder as well just to boost my protein intake uh, and maybe some flax seeds and yeah, that's pretty much it. Throw in some almond milk, blend it all together and, uh, drink it. Or maybe I'll make a thicker smoothie and pour it into a bowl and throw some granola on top and have a smoothie bowl instead.
0: What, what kind of protein powder do you recommend? There's so many different brands on the market now.
1: Yeah. So the, the thing about protein, like protein is protein. It doesn't really matter in terms of, you know, uh, bioavailability as much as people think so. Uh, It won't matter too much if you're choosing hemp or rice or soy. Uh, Some are a tiny bit better than others. But the main thing to look out for is uh, if the protein powder is properly sourced. Uh, So, you know, a lot of companies don't do the proper steps to ensure that the protein powder is, you know, super uh, clean and heavy metal tested. Um, A lot of them are not organic. So those are some of the things that is important to uh, look out for. So I choose an organic one, uh, non-GMO, produced in the UK uh, with no artificial sweeteners, uh, basically all natural, uh, raw protein and BCAAs. Uh, the company is called Viva Life and they're doing some amazing work as well. So that's what I consume. Uh, it's just about keeping as natural uh, as possible and making sure that there are no harmful ingredients and that everything is sourced properly. It's always good to check where you're getting your stuff from because it does have a You know, it can have an impact on your health. Um, So uh, as a next meal, I'd say uh, I have a kind of like a hot meal. Um, So that would consist of maybe a burrito bowl with some brown rice, uh, some black beans or pinto beans, uh, some uh, maybe a little bit of tofu or tempeh, um, loads of dark leafy greens and uh, peppers, tomatoes, cucumbers, salsa, and guacamole. And I just um, have some sriracha or hot sauce on top as well. So that was one, one of my favorite meals to have. And uh, as a night snack, i will probably just either just um, have a, maybe some toast with avocado or um, maybe some berry cereal, which is basically just some berries with some almond milk and uh, just eat that. Um, so that is a typical day for me.
0: Now you get some salads in there too.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it depends on the, the season. Like right now I'm not getting in that much because the grocery stores don't have uh, really good fresh produce and uh, <laughs> the selection in the grocery store in the village is very poor. But uh, when I'm uh, in Spain or in LA, I get a lot of uh, like, I, I make sure that I get a huge bowl of salad every single day with loads of kale and uh, dark leafy greens uh, to make sure to uh, get all my vitamins and minerals. For sure.
0: Great. Sounds like a great diet. So what about your exercise routine? Are you just doing weightlifting and how often are you working out? Like what is your protocol?
1: Yeah, so I mainly do weightlifting. Um, that is what I enjoy doing the most. And uh, I do experiment a little bit with different types of body training. And uh, I have increased the amount of calisthenics uh, into my routine. And that is a lot of fun. It's just about keeping it interesting, changing it up a little bit. Um, But I also, every chance that I have, I do other activities like, you know, sometimes I go for 30-minute jogs or one-hour jogs, Um, not that often, but uh, I do enjoy throwing it in there sometimes. I do go for a lot of walks. I think that is one of the most underrated activities. Uh, I think everyone should be walking at least, you know, 30 minutes a day uh, just to get some fresh air and uh, just get your body moving. We're meant to be moving around as humans, so that is very important. Um, and I do play soccer here in the village, um, whenever I'm here or whenever there is a soccer training available or some friends are playing like, yeah, I'm all up for that. And, and I love playing soccer uh, and different sports as well. So just any kind of activity is, is beneficial. Uh, but for me personally, weightlifting is what I focus more on. I train maybe, uh, five to seven times a week in the gym, uh, for one hour a day and uh yeah that's that's what i've been doing for the past five years
0: and are you mixing up body parts depending when you go or is it like Mm -hmm. do you do the full body workout like how do you work that out yeah so
1: that is uh very different for uh person to person so for me because i want to my main goal is to uh build as much muscle as possible naturally on a vegan diet and i want to show the world that it is possible so i'm my routine is optimize in order to, uh, you know, for hypertrophy and muscle growth. Uh, So I do a lot of volume, a lot of stress under, uh, for each muscle. Um, So I do split it up. I do either a push pull leg split, uh, which means push is basically chest, uh, shoulder and triceps. The pull day is back, um, some rear delts and uh, biceps. And then I do my lower body on the third day and I repeat that twice in a week that is six times a week. Um, so that is the, the, the routine that I go for the most, uh, it allows me to hit each body part twice a week with a lot of volume and I've seen a lot of results with that.
0: So yeah, I wanted to say, so what is your motivation now? Because are you looking to show people what is possible and where are you going with that? Are you going to do any competitions or what are you up to with your career?
1: Yeah. So my main goal is it, it's hard because it keeps changing and, uh, the only thing that I have in mind, my only real goal is to help the world transition into a more sustainable diet for uh, the environment. Uh, you know, uh, lessen animal suffering and get people healthier and more active. So, all those things kind of fit in together, and just like by promoting, uh, you know, healthy eating and activity and exercise. So, my main goal is just to continue growing my. Uh, my following and my reach to be able to spread this message to as many people as possible. Um, In terms of personal physique goals or anything like that, I don't have uh, a specific aim. I'm just, you know, training hard and whatever happens, happens. Uh, If I can build more muscle mass to show the world that it is possible, amazing. Uh, But I'm not looking to become a professional bodybuilder or anything like that. I just love training and uh, sharing my experiences uh, with people. And that's what I want to focus uh, focus on.
0: Well, John Venus's website is www.johnvenus.com. That's J-O-N-V-E-N-U-S.com. We'll have a link under the show notes at JuiceGuruRadio.com or if you're in the Juice Guru Rewind, you'll see it below the video so you can check out the amazing work he's doing and, and how he's inspiring so many people. What are you finding, John, with your, you know, what kind of feedback are you getting on the YouTube channel? I mean, of course, the trolls are out there in the internet world, but <laughs> what, what, overall, what kind of, uh, are, you, are you finding that people are... Are are like, you know, are you causing that shift? The revolution? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. The vegan revolution. (laughs) So I am uh, getting a lot of positive feedback. I'm getting a lot of love. And, um, you know, I'm trying. I don't want to take credit for any of it because I'm just showing, uh, just spreading information. I'm trying to help uh, people. Uh, you know, see the facts, see how the environment uh, is being destroyed because of what we put on our plates, how, uh, you know, different foods affect our health. And I'm just like recycling information. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to take any credit for that personally, but I do feel that the way I present the information is very different. I think I, the, a lot of people um, say that, you know, not, not a lot of people are doing it the way that I'm doing by showing. Uh, physically what is possible and a lot of people are motivated by looks and by uh, muscle and that kind of stuff so i think it is a very efficient uh, way to um, introduce a new lifestyle Uh, and i can tell by the emails that i get every single day by by the comments that people leave on the youtube channel that uh, it is really making a huge impact uh, in people's lives and that is what keeps me going i i can see the results i can see that it's happening out there Uh, so that just drives me to, to want to do more.
0: And what about, we have a lot of women listeners too. How do you Mm -hmm. change, you know, when you're working with women clients or, or doing videos geared towards women, how does that change Mm -hmm. as far as what, what my goal might be and some of the men watching or listening Mm -hmm. compared to the women? How, how do you alter that?
1: Yeah. So. I'd say around 50% of our clients are uh, female. <clears throat> I run the the coaching with my wife as well. So, um, you know, we get both sides. She's a nutritionist and a personal trainer. Um, so we do uh, <clears throat> focus on spreading the message to uh, women just as much as men. And there is really no difference in terms of workouts and nutrition. Um, it really is the same. And that is uh, one of the misconceptions that are out there. Like you don't have to train differently. Um, if you are a woman, uh, or a man, it really doesn't, um, you know, change that much. Uh, a lot of women want to build more glutes and, you know, have a, a bigger butt, but, uh, so we might throw in more squats and uh, hip thrusts in there. But apart from that, like it doesn't really change that much. It really doesn't.
0: Well, anything else that we didn't touch on as far as, you know, your message, and what we can get out to our audience to inspire? I mean, you are obviously an inspiration and thank you for the work you're doing. But um, anything else that you wanted to uh, communicate to our audience that can really help us make a change as we look towards the new year and, and our own personal goals?
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that I've learned um, since uh, switching my diet is, Um, we really have to focus, all of us have to focus on trying our very best to be as open-minded and as receptive um, and accepting of new information as possible. It is super hard to do. Our egos get in the way. Um, There is a lot of emotion attached to our diet and uh, loads of lifestyle uh, things. So it's just really important just to like try to meditate on things, just try to be know self-reflective try to look at things from a uh, you know third person point of view and just like try to uh, accept things and you know try to analyze uh, different situations as if you were in someone else's shoes rather than just judging and that kind of stuff and it's super hard to do but I've been able to do it and I think a lot of people can too if they just open their minds and are more receptive and accepting of other people.
0: Yeah, because initially that's what you went through, right? So you exactly. can relate to what most people are thinking.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and I think that is what um, has kind of made my channel and my reach grow that much, is because I was that guy criticizing uh, people who are vegan. I was that guy who uh, almost hated uh, the idea of going against, uh, you know, the traditional diet. I was that guy. I was angry. I was uh, judgmental. So I'm able to tell people who eat meat and who disagree with vegans on, the, on my YouTube channel uh, my perspective and they can relate because of that and they kind of um, you know, open up more and kind of you know, allow themselves to think in a different way just because they know I went through uh, or I had the same perspective that they have. And I think that's uh, very relatable for a lot of people and I think that has uh, been very important for my growth online
0: rather than coming at it with judgment which obviously doesn't work
1: (laughs) exactly yeah there's a lot of methods that don't work out there Um, no one i mean there is there is nothing that will kind of screw you over or like ruin your own uh point of view uh quicker than coming you know out of aggression and judging people so no one wants to hear uh that they're doing something wrong um and you have no right to in my opinion you have no right to uh, come at people uh, in an aggressive way. You just have to be loving, be positive. It's hard to do sometimes, but you know, it's the only way that works, uh, at least, uh, you know, in the big scale of things.
0: Again, you're listening to John Venus. His website, www.johnvenus.com right here on Juice Guru Radio. A real inspiration. And we're going to close out the uh, iHeart Radio portion and unless you're part of the Juice Guru Rewind at com, where we're going to actually take some questions. You're behind the scenes with us. John, thank you again for being here on the radio show. We really appreciate the work you're doing. Thanks for beaming in from Norway.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing.
0: I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at
0: juiceguru.com. Until next time, get your juice on.